0: Fireflies Unite with Kia, your weekly podcast from the perspective of individuals thriving with mental illness. We are normalizing the conversation about mental health within communities of color to foster mental wellness and empowerment. Welcome to another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast with me, Kia, where our mission is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies, by simply sharing the stories of people of color who live and thrive with the mental illness and to normalize the mental health conversation. Happy Monday, and I am excited, as always, to bring you a new episode I want to just send a thank you to everyone who has been checking the podcast out. Like, it's just so heartwarming and really encouraging to see the podcast growing and to see that people are checking our community out. Um, it's just, it really means a lot to me. As you all know, this podcast was birthed from a very dark place in my life and The fact that I'm able to, well, you know, God used me to create a space to talk about this very important and challenging topic, but to really encourage people and let them know that they're not alone and to dismantle the mental health stigma and to educate everyone. So if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Please If you like what you hear, share it with a friend or a family member or a colleague. And also leave your reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the podcast. And when you leave your reviews, y'all know I will definitely give you a shout out on the podcast. So thank you, thank you. I also want to give you guys a quick update. So... I know I mentioned that I wasn't going to offer another mental health first aid class, but I actually changed my mind. <laughs> so I'm offering another class um, this year. Uh, for free just like the other one and you only pay $24 for the cost of the book for the class that training will be on December 14th which is a Saturday from 8 30 to 5 30 and I will leave the link in the show notes I believe I only have like two spots left because the training is only open to seven people because the space is really small um, when the new year comes in and I'm offering the training, it'll have it'll be at a bigger location. So I just wanted to let you all know so you can check out the link in the show notes if you want to take the mental health first aid class. For those of you who don't know what mental health first aid is, it is very similar to you know CPR. When someone is choking or they um have a you know they burned. Uh, have a small burn and you assist them into professional help uh, gets there. It's very similar to that. So with Mental Health First Aid, you're able to identify the signs and symptoms of different mental health disorders as well as substance use disorders and really learn how to effectively assist someone At the end of the eight-hour course, you will be certified and considered a mental health first aider, and you can effectively assist someone, whether you're in a grocery store or a family member or a friend. And you really learn the things to say, the things not to say, and what are the best practices and strategies to provide support to people who are experiencing, um, again, a mental illness or a substance use disorder. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to update you all on that. And then as well as thank you for um, those of you who have checked out. Thank you to those of you who have um, completed the survey. If you have not done so, please, please help a sister out and I need to hear your feedback, Um, good or bad, the things that you like about the podcast, the things that I can prove. I know the one thing that I really do want to improve upon the podcast is the sound quality. That is something that I have been working on. Um, and definitely you guys giving me your feedback will help me to continue to improve the podcast. What are the things that you like and then about the podcast, but then also so I can learn more about you. Um, it is important that I have as much information as I can about the audience. So please, please, please do that. When you do that, you enter your chance to get a copy of my book or either a $50 Amazon gift card and, um, I will be giving away two copies of my book and then one Amazon gift card. So you got one of you have one of three chances to win. So please, please, please be sure to fill out that survey. Thank you so much in advance. So let's get into today's topic. And it is a bit of a part two to an episode that we had, I'm not sure, I think it was yes, last year. Um and really just talking about self-care. That's what we're going to talk about today um my I had a really a uh, great therapy session last week, and it really made me think about you know things differently and things that I could talk about when it comes to self care on the podcast. My therapist really challenged me, and I was like, "Wow, I have to talk about this on the podcast and so of course. We all know that self care, it's so, it's it just become so trendy, especially on uh, social media. So many people, you know what we do, right? We limit self care to manicures, pedicures, and massages. And the thing is, on the episode last year when I talked about self care, I talked about this a little bit, but I just wanted to again do a follow up to add to that particular episode. So while those activities they're definitely they can be can be considered self-care, but it is really limiting and it does not get to the deeper meaning meaning of self-care and why it's so important. And so as many of you know, I attempted suicide and I spent about a month in the hospital between inpatient and partial hospitalization treatment. And so during that time, I started to really learn about self-care. And I soon realized that minis and petties and lace fronts weren't enough to be considered self-care. And I often asked or, you know, would question with my audience, um, when I'm speaking at an event, I would say to them, what good is a mani, a petty, or a massage if you're always seeking validation, you're feeling empty, you're not addressing trauma, you're unhappy, or dealing with depression? And that's something that I often say. And once I started to do my soul work, self-care to me became so much different than what we tend to see on social media and what people tend to consider self-care so to me self-care it became attending weekly therapy it became learning how to set boundaries self-care became regular exercise for me it became saying no without an explanation it became having healthy relationships. Um, it became doing work that makes me feel fulfilled. It became improving my diet. As you all know, I'm mainly plant-based. Um, it became scheduling time alone to help me recharge, reading books and journaling. And so I it was like, these are not things people do tend to typically associate self-care with because people tend to make self-care seem really like surface level and like really like kind of glitz and glam and that's not really enough and so when I also give a you know a presentation and I'm sharing my story I you know and educate the audience and challenge them to consider Four dimensions of wellness when we're talking about self-care. And those dimensions of wellness would be health, home, purpose, and community. So health would be, you know, overcoming and managing one's symptoms or disease or multiple diseases if they have them. Um, You know, health would be making informed and healthy choices that support your physical and emotional well being that's you know one dimension of wellness but then another um dimension of wellness would be like what is called home so like having a healthy stable and a safe place to live that is also a dimension of wellness but then also purpose you know having a purpose you know conducting meaningful daily activities and having the independence, the income, and the resource to participate in society. So, so many times people don't feel like they have a purpose or they don't know what their purpose is and it really contributes to a lot of emotional and mental anguish and stress. Um, Another dimension of wellness or the last dimension of wellness is Community, So that goes back to having relationships and social networks that provide support, love, friendship, and hope. And so it's really important to think about that if your health is poor, whether that's physically, emotionally, or mentally, um, you don't have a, a home, a place to stay like I did. You all know that I... House hopped for a very long time after I got out of the hospital, Um, staying on with different family members and friends, staying on couches because I couldn't work. Um, You know, if you lack purpose and don't have a support, um, a support system is really impossible to be healthy. And so, like I was saying, in therapy, my therapist, she challenged how I viewed self-care because for me, I was doing so great at like, you know, going to therapy, um, you know, and taking my medication and all those things. But I soon learned in my session last week that self-care really does fall into two categories, and that's work self-care, so self-care that requires work, and then it's mindless self-care. And it's not that one is more important than the other, but they both must, it must be done together or simultaneously. And so examples of work self-care would be like attending therapy or me setting my boundaries or um, regular exercise and healing from trauma. The things is those things are self-care, but they require work. Like, going to therapy is work. It's one thing to just talk about the things that you're dealing with. It's another thing to actually put into place the things that you're learning about yourself and making those changes. So, that part of self-care is work. Um, going to the gym that my therapist was like yeah that is self care she's like because you know but at the same time it's work and what i wasn't doing a great job is in the other area of self care which is mindless self care so that's something like going to the movies or getting a massage uh going on a vacation those things or reading a book journaling um even but even though you know journaling would even require work because sometimes you're you're still like thinking about things, you're processing things. So I would even put journaling in the work self-care. And so like mindless self-care would be things again, like, you know, just going on a vacation, hanging out with families, hanging out with your family, hanging out with friends. Um, And so I want to encourage you or just really ask you the question of, to ask yourself, what do I need to do every day to stay well and what do i need to do sometimes to be well so for me what i need to do every day to stay well is take my medication what i need to do every day to stay well is drink water make sure that i eat what i need to do sometimes to stay well is go to therapy because i don't go to therapy every day but i go every week What I need to do sometimes to stay well is exercise because I don't exercise every day, but I do exercise four to five times a week. So I just really, again, want to ask you the question to ask yourself, what do I need to do every day to stay well? And what do I need to do sometimes to stay well or to be well? And so I'm not saying that getting your hair and your nails done is not self-care, but what I am saying is that what I am saying is that if you do it regularly, like if you get your hair and your nails done and your eyelashes done all the time, that's really not self-care because you do it all the time, it's more so like maintenance. Um and so many of us we have mastered the art of wearing a mask. You know, the face is beat. Our face is beat. Our hair is laid, okay? Lace front laid, your silk press is laid, and we are dressed to impress, but we are broken on the inside. And so when practicing self-care, I really want you to consider all areas of your life. you know think about those um, think about those dimensions of wellness that I talked about, you know, health, community, purpose, and home. Think about those um, those areas of wellness and ask yourself how you're doing in those areas. Really reevaluate that. And then also, again, like I said, asking yourself, what do you need to do every day to stay well? And what do you need to do sometimes to stay well? And then really, like I said, just really educating yourself and becoming more aware of the things that you need to do to take care of yourself because... I, you know, tell people all the time that self-care is what feeds your mind, your body, and your soul. Self-care is keeping your cup full and being whole. And so I just like to encourage us to go beneath the surface and not just limit self-care to very surface level things, but also to know that self-care is also things that should be very mindless and making sure that we're doing Both, you know, that mindless self-care, but then also that work self-care. So that is it, y'all. That's it for what I wanted to talk about. And so we can bring in the fireflies and let's get into this self-care segment. So going along with our topic and discussion of self-care for... This week's self-care segment, I want you to consider one thing that you need to add for your work self-care and one thing you need to do for your mindless self-care. So for your work self-care, that may be meditation for your work self-care. For your mindless meditation, that may be hanging out with your friends more often because maybe you're like me I am a natural introvert and I do spend a lot of time by myself and it's important for me to be aware when I'm when it's just me being an introvert because that's what I am or if I'm isolating because I'm in a depression that's really important for me to know the difference between the two but and one of the things that I need to do is Even though, yes, I'm an introvert, so I do spend a lot of time by myself, I need to make an effort at being out more, because I spend a lot of time working, and I spend a lot of time speaking, just working on different projects, and I need to make sure that I I do mindless self-care, do things like going to the movies, and the thing is, I'll go to the movies, but a lot of times, I go to the movies by myself, because I told y'all, I'm an introvert, So, but I need to make sure that I do a better job at um, going out and then, you know, telling my friends some of the things that I'm doing and not just going uh, by myself. I uh, one of the things that I haven't done in a while is read a book, and I love reading. That's something that I truly enjoy doing. So, for me, my mindless self care would just be picking up a book and uh, staying in the bed and reading a book. So, again, for this week's self care segment, I want to encourage you and for you to consider something you need to add in your work self-care category and then something you need to add to your mindless self-care category so for this week's therapist shout out we are heading to chi and I want to shout out Kim Powell she is a therapist in the Chicago area and she works with individuals, families, and couples um, through anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, life transitions, and codependency. And she also can incorporate uh Christian principles to cope with these challenges. So if you're in the Chicago area and you're looking for a therapist and you even want a therapist to add um who's a part of the Christian faith, consider reaching out to Kim. Powell, I'll be sure to leave her link to her to her psychology profile in the show notes, and you can check her out and let her know that Kia of the Fireflies Unite podcast sent you over. So that is a wrap for this week's episode. It was nice and short, and you all have a very blessed week. And I want to remind you about the mental health first date class that I'm offering in December. Stay tuned for other uh, training that I will offer in the new year and also complete that survey. I want to send you a reminder about that. Leave your podcast reviews and let me know what you thought of today's episode. So again, you all have a blessed week. I will talk to you next week and thank you so much for listening. I hope that you obtain tools and resources from the Fireflies Unite podcast to help you manage your mental health, but please do not use it as a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. Let's continue the conversation by following me on Fireflies Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.